Welcome to Blue Collar Cigar. I'm Andy. Hey, I am Ben. Welcome back. Season 2. Episode 2. Let's get at this. Alright, so Ben, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. And normally this would be kind of the New Year's Eve episode for people. It's, it's the year in reverse. Uh, but since we were on hiatus for most of 2021, which can I say, uh, between all the stuff that's happened this year, I'm sure, uh, there are many people who wish they could have been on hiatus for a lot of 2021 (laughs) as well. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, today we're just gonna be talking about top five cigars of the year. Um, throughout this season, we'll have kind of categories that we'll hit on where it'll be like top five breakfast cigars or Habanos or this. But all I'm talking about is just overall for the year. So here's the thing. You have to have smoked this in 2021. Okay. Ideally, there's not a hard set rule, but ideally, if you can vary uh, who it came from. So either in brand or in roller or association. Now, I realize there's going to be overlap because, like you pointed out uh, in our previous episode, when you find something from a roller or a factory that you like, you're probably going to get a variety. So we might have some that come from the same area or same person, but as much as possible, give me some variety in there. Uh, Let's do it back and forth. You won, I won. We'll kind of go from there. I love this idea. Uh, Let's work this from fifth to first. So we'll kind of save our our biggest one for the end. Okay, okay. Um, Fifth for me is a cigar that I think is a cigar that too many people are sleeping on. Uh, it's one of the most universal cigars for me, and I think that if you enjoy a good smoke, there's probably something in here for you. And it's the Caldwell Cream Crush cigar. Ooh. It's uh, it's a big cigar. It's it's a big boy, but man, it is uh, incredibly like the name says, creamy, leathery. It's got some coffee in there. It's got some sweetness in there. It is delicious. Uh, It's because the demand can be a little tricky to find. And I think that's going to be a theme for a lot of our cigars is at times because we are focusing on cigars that punch above their weight that I think some people, the cigar community is starting to get turned on to some of these cigars and they can be at times tricky to find, although we're going to push you to find them. Can I say, though, here's where, thinking back to season one, we had a few listeners that heard of something that we recommended, and if it wasn't at their local shop, they asked them to get it in. Yep. And I would say, especially right now, there's a lot of groups that are trying to make cigars available to cigar shops. Yeah. And so don't assume that you have to go online. In fact, what I would recommend is first, go to your local brick and mortar, ask them if they can order it in, if they can't then go search online. Yeah, I, I, would, I would tell you that if your local cigar shop is not willing to work with you... Now, are they going to order a box of exclusive $70 cigars that won't sell? No, and they shouldn't. But a lot of these cigars are super affordable. And if your cigar shop can't get them, Google the name and the two or three websites that sell them will pop up immediately. But here's where I'd say something like this, like you recommended, the the Caldwell uh, Cream Crush. A lot of your shops, especially yes. your boutique shops, are going to have Caldwell. If they don't have Caldwell already, they usually have access to them. This should be one that you can access either online. Well, definitely online, but you should be able to go to your local shop 
and then get it. 100%. 100%. This is, uh, sadly, probably the most findable cigar on my list. No. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, so for me, number five, uh, I realized something I really appreciate in cigars is consistency. And what I mean by that is not necessarily every time I smoke it, it's the same, but more that a cigar that I really loved when I first smoked it can hold up the second time around. Because you, you start to question, was it environment? Was it I was in this mood? Maybe it's something that I ate beforehand, and therefore it. And so I want to see if it's the cigar or if it was the environment that made this cigar elite. I think we've all had that moment where we fell in love with the cigar, and then we tried it again, and it fell flat. And it was probably you you were just feeling good that day. Yep. yep. You know whatever. You were with amongst friends, and it was just a banger because you could have been smoking a toilet roll, yeah. and it would have been great. Well, or I'll even say, or it's one where you were smoking with a friend who loved that cigar. Yeah. You caught the love. Yes. And even if it suddenly doesn't fall flat, it goes from being, this was incredible, to this was just a good cigar. Mm-hmm. And so here's one for me that I was afraid it was going to be the case. My number five is by Rocky Patel. Surprise, surprise. It's the 20th anniversary that he did. Uh, I nicknamed it the the Little Napoleon because early on when I smoked it, that thing kicked my rear. Like <laughs> It came in. Uh, I would say it's got chocolate for sure, but you know what it really has is punch and nicotine. And so it alternates between uh, chocolate, uh, charred oak, campfire, leather floats in and out of there, but it's just constantly, each third in this thing, regardless of the size, if you have it in Robusto, or you have it, uh, it's box pressed in both, but or if you have it in there longer, I don't think it's full Churchill, it's no. like a um, Corona size. Yeah. But either way, boy, that thing just hits and hits, and it doesn't let up. And so for me, uh, you actually aged a few of these for us. Well, I was just about to get into that with you. I'm glad you brought that up. It's, uh, if you listen to season one, we talked about aging cigars, and uh, if you've not listened to that, go back and listen to that episode. We actually got pretty granular with how to age cigars. Andy, I aged it for, what, 18 months-ish? Yeah, yep. Probably a little more than that. Uh, what did you feel about it after some age? Man, if anything, it rounded it off, and so maybe some of the more abrasive stuff in the first third, it knocked off a little bit. Uh, but it settles into that like warm caramel chocolate, and the beauty is that while aging a cigar may take off some of the more abrasive flavors, it doesn't take the nicotine away. Yeah, and so it still had all that same potency from the start, and so that's my number five by Rocky Mattel, the 20th anniversary. Uh, ben, number four, what's coming up on your list? Number four, and real quick, if you're hearing a click from a lighter. Uh, it's because, and I'm just going to give a shout out to a brand that doesn't happen to be on my top five yet, <laughs> but man, I wouldn't be shocked if I, if in 2022, I wasn't giving a lot of love to this brand for a top five cigar. It's Blackbird Cigars. Ooh. Go check them out. I'm telling you, they're great. I mean, even they've been able to get some rollers from big brands that I guarantee you've heard of. That would blow your mind. Uh, this cigar that I'm having, I'm absolutely in love with. And that, real quick, that's different than Stogie Bird cigars, which yes. love the Stogie Bird. They've supported us before, but this is Blackbird Cigar. Blackbird Company. Cigar Company. They do a lot of stuff with cigar culture, and uh, and man, they're delicious. The number four cigar for me is, uh, and man, a brand that I have nothing but love for in Espinosa is Andy. The Thai tea. Oh, come on now. Yes, which sir. Which 
and Andy, a cigar that we were both uh, kind of blown away by. Yes. Uh, it, it was a short run. Uh, if you can get them on market, go ahead and get them. They are incredible, complex. For, and, and this is one of the few cigars that our tasting notes could not be more different nope. from. But both of us liked them. Both of us funny. loved it. Uh, I got uh, sweetness. I also got basil and herbs and like uh, soy sauce and sweetness. I, I got a like Korean meal. Which I was the other way. I was more like Thai flavors. So yes. I was getting pepper. Uh, I was getting oils. Soy sauce, yes. But I was getting almost these like sharp notes mixed with, with this undercut of just like uh, almost like a cooked pork kind of thing. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. I was getting more of the Thai side where you were getting more of a Korean barbecue. And I'll tell you, man, uh, complex, nothing but a banger. I would say it's a foodie cigar. It is. If you're a foodie, that's a great one for you to go with. And something that we represent in uh, season one. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So for me, the number three mm-hmm. is going to be the Gurkha Titan. And this has become, this is one, uh, you know, I'm a Gurkha guy. You are a Gurkha guy. Uh, the, the more outside of the ghost, not a big fan of the ghost, but outside of that, man, I have a hard time missing on Gurkha. The private reserve is incredible, but the Titan is quickly becoming one of my favorite Gurkhas, period, the end. Uh, I happen to get a pack of them for really cheap. The gauge on them is huge. I don't think it's a full 60, but it's like, it's right around 55. It's a big gauge. It's a big boy. Uh, I got it in, I think it's almost seven inches. So it's like a Churchill size. Uh, But man, if it just doesn't come in strong and full. Uh, There's not pepper. It's not necessarily full on chocolate. But if you could if you could take a caramel flavor and get it as close to chocolate as possible, that's the Gurkha. And it's just constant, it's consistent, doesn't have a ton of variation, but it continues to just ramp up in intensity. So by that last third, you are just getting a full flavor blast and it's wonderful. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Titan as well. Uh, Gurkhas are a little bit more hit and miss with me than they are with you. But man, the Titan is, no matter how you feel about Gurkhas, buy a pack of Titans, and and I think they'll change your mind. They are very good. And that's the one you actually did on the blind uh, tasting with me, which, hey, if you've got a group of friends you smoke with, I would highly recommend this. It's a really fun thing. Uh, It's it's all about the narrative you set. So with ours, we were like, hey, you know, this may be a brand that you're familiar with, and you completely guess off, and it's just fun to do, but you take the banding off the cigar, so it's just a naked stick, and have your friend smoke it and see if they can guess what brand it is, and then you can kind of have hints and fun stuff that you can play off as you do it, but it was a fun thing that we did. Uh, the Gurkha is one of the ones that you went with for me. Yeah, we actually got a couple emails uh, from people, uh, quote-unquote, stealing our idea. I mean, it's not our idea, uh, doing that and it, it is so much fun. I, I love debanding cigars because it takes what you think you know about something and yeah. it kind of brings you to ground zero and yeah. really forces you to push in, taste the cigar, and, and see what it is. I did that to Andy earlier today. He walked in, I took the band <laughs> off the cigar, and uh, it made him taste it and he fell in love with it. Uh, so, my 
and we have three. Yep. My third cigar, and again, if you listen to season one, this shouldn't shock you at all, is the Man of War Ruination 10th Anniversary. They're still available, and Andy will tell you. Oh, my goodness. Every yes. month and a half or so, I will text him a picture that I bought another box of these. They're incredible. You can get them. They're very affordable. Um, they're, they're so flipping good. I would say if you're going to stack up, if you uh, either you enjoy this or you have a friend that enjoys just really high powered cigars. Yeah. So they're not a, they're not afraid of high smoke output. They're not afraid of really dark flavors. Man, if you get them the Man of War anniversary, the Ruination, and you get them the Gurkha Titan, they're going to be the happiest person ever. They will be. But you know, the, the, the cool part about both those cigars is yes, they have big flavors. Yes, they're very and big gauges, big gauges, big flavors, and they're delicious. But they also have a lot to kind of sit and ponder on. They've got big dominant flavors, yep. and then the flavors kind of underneath it kind of revolve as you're smoking. And man, both those cigars are really, really enjoyable to smoke. Well, and that's where I'd say it'd be the difference between where the Gurkha stays more consistent with it, the Man yes. of War or the Ruination has these undertone flavors where sometimes it's almost like a barbecue. Uh, sometimes it's more of a brisket. Sometimes it's savory. Sometimes it's chocolatey. Like yes. it kind of floats in between there. Yes. All right. Uh, for me, the number three, and we referenced this back uh, in episode one of this new season with uh, the the cigar that killed Ashtray. <laughs> it's the gunplay. Uh, the the pissed off Kristoff gunplay. That's the pissed off Kristoff in Lancero form. It was done through Pravada Cigar Club. Uh, I'll tell you. Here's the thing, and. You were super high on this cigar. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, Ben and I made an effort to try to not have a lot of overlap between our top five. So, like, the Man of War uh, Ruination would have been on mine, and I pulled it off. Gunplay would have been on his, but he pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the beautiful thing about this, and I want you to speak to this, Ben, is what does the gunplay do to the bourbon you're drinking? Because this, this floored you. Like, if I've ever seen your jaw hit the floor, this was it. Well, the funny part is I actually vividly remember... Andy and I weren't able to kind of get together that week to smoke, so we did it over Zoom. And uh, we both had kind of our, our our normal routine is to have kind of several options in front of us as far as what we're pairing with it. And we do kind of small pours, which I would highly recommend yes. uh, to you guys, especially if you don't know the cigar very well. Do a small pour of something, and that way it allows you to go, nope, not a fit, uh, drink that. And then move on to something else. And Can I say two minutes real quick? Yeah. Here's where I would give the variety. If you're doing, uh, have something sweet. So maybe yes. like an old fashioned of something. Yep. Have something hot, like a rye or a high proof. And then have something weird. Mm-hmm. Some bourbon that you're like, man, this got some kind of tangy, unique flavor. And what that does is that covers your bases. And you're going to realize that some cigars play really well with one than the other. Uh, and I'm going to forget what it is. But I had one uh, last week I was texting you where... I wasn't uh, super. Actually, I think it was the the uh, H. Upman and AJ combo. They yep. did. I had it with a heavy, uh, uh, high burn, high proof bourbon, and it really kind of killed it. I wasn't getting a lot out of it. And you recommended, you said, you need to try it with something sweet. And so I literally stopped. I switched over, made an old fashioned. I put a little bit of cayenne pepper in there because I was kind of feeling it that day. And it completely changed the cigar experience. So, so pissed off Kristoff. If you've got your variety of bourbons, what does it do? Uh, it, I've never had a cigar that changed what I was drinking more. It, still to this day. I mean, it, it, it was bananas to see 
the complexity of one the cigar but two and how it shifted i had a super high ride based upon your recommendation and brian uh destin the provada had uh recommended have it with a hot rye and i remember vividly taking a sip of it and it tasted like cherry juice yep. it made uh especially the hotter and uh i went back and got a bunch of these um, shout out to you, Ashtray. R.I.P. And I'll tell you, the, the hotter the bourbon, the sweeter it turns into. It's crazy. It's delicious. And again, this would have been on my top five, absolutely. But uh, Andy and I are trying not to step on each other's toes and give you um, ten different experiences between the five. And this is where I think this one stuck out so much to us, guys, just for uh, context, is normally... The bourbon you drink affects how the cigar tastes. Yeah. This is one of the first times where it was the opposite. The yeah. cigar affected the way the bourbon tasted. So if you get a chance to get your hands on it. Uh, now, Ben, I think, have you had the pissed off Kristoff outside of gunplay? I have. Does it do the same thing? No. So really, gunplay, the Lancero version, that's the one you want to get a hold of if you want to experience that. That that That's the real banger of the lineup, and, and, and it's incredible. And, and again, the crazy part is, like you said, it doesn't change based upon what you're drinking. You, no, you can the have, cigar stays the same, <laughs> and that's bananas to us because we're we're two guys that love to kind of switch up what we're drinking to kind of see what it does to the cigar, kind of manipulate it a little bit here and there. But you can't manipulate it. No. It is a big boy cigar. Now here's the only thing I'll say, and again, I'm gonna fanboy a little on this, but it's just because I think this one really rocked your night's expectations, uh, Ben. What would you eat with the cigar? Because this is one, while it's not a foodie cigar, I think every time for me when I've had this, there's been one kind of food that I've gone, oh, I could murder some of this right now. I If, if, if I could recommend to you, if you're going to order this cigar, I would go get um, General Cho's chicken or orange chicken. Yes. And, and I would recommend the... Cheaper the better. Look, here's what Bougie Ben's trying to say. You need to go get you some hood Chinese food. That's that what you need. That is exactly if, what I'm if saying. You, if you go in and it's a bunch of white people there, no. you are in the wrong spot. No, no, you need to go somewhere where for six bucks you can get filled up. You have that. You have the gunplay. You have your bourbon variety. And I'm going to tell you right now, you are going to message me later on Instagram and go, Thank you for making my life better. That, if your keyboard doesn't burn out from you crying, because you're so happy. <laughs> yes. All right, man. So, uh, top five cigars for the whole year. We're on number two. So, now we're talking about these are ones that really have either stood out to you as a one-off or stood out to you because you went back to them and went, dear God, this is so good. What's your number two? Uh, Southern Draw, Jacob's Ladder, Brimstone. Period. Really? Yeah. I, I, I freaking love that cigar. I, although I'm a Lancero guy, don't get in Lancero. I, I think it loses something in its nuance. Man, uh, g get it in 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 different sizes. I, they have a perfecto that is is really really delicious in it, and, and that's what I would recommend. I love uh, Southern Draw. I think they're doing great work, and man, they're. Um, their Jacob's Ladder Brimstone. They have a normal Jacob's Ladder, and then their Brimstone is their more Lajero. And if yeah. you're not familiar, their Lajero is their stronger tobaccos. And, as far and as the Lajero is where it comes from on the plant, correct? Lajero is the the top of the plant, gets the most sun, which would mean probably most complex, but also 
stronger in strength. Yeah. So the most, uh, like not fermentation, but it gets the most sunlight and therefore it gets the most photosynthesis. Yes. Change. Now, uh, if you guys haven't, go check out Southern Draw's website because their little like about us and why they exist section, boy, if that just doesn't warm your heart. Uh, one, because it's really cool to see a, a company that has intentionality like that. But two, uh, it's just really cool to see a company that's so uh, community-centered and says, hey, here's where we think this is going to put just good things into the air and into the environment with people. Um, ben, it, real quick, you said the Perfecto size. For those who aren't familiar, uh, what is the Perfecto size in terms of what does it look like? Well, again, it, all I'm recommending is get anything but the Lancero. The Lancero is the thin... Um, long size again. Last episode, I said movie theater straw, and I, I I think that's the best way I can describe it. I think because of it being thin, it lacks the really unique um, fillers in the cigar that really help with making the cigar really nuanced, really delicious. And, and I think the Lancero really loses some of its chocolate, which I think is. Uh, one of the best parts about the cigar. Oof. Okay, so for me, yep. number two, uh, it's got to be the New World Maduro by Ooh. A.J. Fernandez. Uh, it's a box press, gigantic ring gauge. Yep. Uh, this one was recommended to me by a coworker. Uh, I tried it, loved it, and then when I uh, finished up with some of the health stuff I had this last year, that was the first one I went to because, and this to me is part of what makes a cigar uh, notable for the year when I'm talking about my top five uh, I went to the cigar because I knew it was going to bring everything to the table this yeah. wasn't a cigar that I had any question of uh, is this what I had it paired with to drink or maybe this is what I ate or maybe it was the environment this is one you smoke it in the sunshine you smoke it in the rain you smoke it in the cold you smoke it in the warm and it is bringing everything to the table it's earthy you get uh it, it kind of brings that scent that you get from the woods in fall when kind of the leaves are dying. Yeah, mix in there some campfire smoke, and it just stays consistent. The output smoke is great, but even just the flavor itself never dies away. It flexes into other realms where you get a little more woody taste, and sometimes you get a little more like toasted bread. But it just continues to stay there and deliver, and so. Uh, the New World, Maduro by A.J. Fernandez. That's my number two. Now, Andy, I don't know if you want to do this or not, but before I get into my number one, I want to give one shout-out. Uh, honorable mention? Yes, yes, an honorable mention. There you go. Yeah, I felt like should make the list, but man, just missed out by centimeters. Was that guy that finished fourth in the Olympics by... You know, <laughs> nothing, and you feel bad that he trained his whole life and, and just missed out by it. Uh, this would be the Epic Maduro Fuente. Oh, Now, we okay. referenced this in last episode, and I'm telling you, Epic is a brand on the rise. Their uh, Epic Maduro Fuente is crazy good. Um, and and, and I, I love it. Um, you can get a big ring gauge for 11 bucks. Man, go look it up. You will not be disappointed. If, if you're a big fan of like very typical Maduro flavors. There you go. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mention uh, is going to be the Rose Gold Watch. Oh. This is a new one that just came out at the end of the year. Uh, I, I really like it. Let me tell you this. To me, uh, when I was smoking this, I was watching the newest uh, Matrix movie. <laughs> and so I was in that kind of mindset. But to me... 
Uh, smoking this cigar, I felt like it was telling the story of a person's life in reverse. And so um, on the onset, you get this hot pepper there at the beginning, and then it cuts out real quick. Yeah. Um, you get a lot of like aged tobacco. So you're getting that kind of old books and uh, uh, old book binding and library smell. And then it goes into a little more of a sweet, uh, still stays with a full bodied, and then finishes real hot with pepper again. Mm. And so to me, that, that hot pepper at the end is like when somebody's born, there's all this hope and anticipation. Uh, and then you go into that sweet phase, and that's kind of your adolescence, where everything is growing and, and exciting. And then you go into that aged book, and it's almost like when somebody's starting to mature and temper down. And things that they got fired up before, now they've taken more with a grain of salt. And that pepper at the end, to me, is kind of the end of somebody's life. And while a lot of people see that as uh, maybe more solemn, I see the end of somebody's life as hopeful and anticipatory, mainly because you see the impact they start to have on others. And so for me, it's when, when somebody's getting to that, to that part of their life, it's why I like sitting down and talking with those who are more advanced in years than I am. Yeah. Because I hear their stories, and to me, I begin to get this hope of, oh, so how can I apply what they've learned yeah. in my life? And so when I smoked that, that, that's when I got to the end, I thought, oh, this is the story of someone's life, just in reverse. And I love that you brought that. My number one is Andy's Honorable Mention. It's the Rolls Gold by A.J. Fernandez. And if you're not aware, it's the LCA release for December. They'll probably be around, but they're going to be around for a month or two because people aren't aware of what this cigar is. Yes. The cool part about this wrapper is no one's ever smoked it before, ever. It is a hybrid that A.J. Fernandez has had. He created for years and literally has kept it on the back burner just until the right opportunity. And he saw it now. Didn't have a lot. I think there's only a few. Th I mean, I think there's 10,000, which if you think about when there's 300 million people who yeah. live in America, that's, that's, that's a small, tiny release. Uh, this cigar is nuanced and peppery and sweet and vanilla and cedar for me and i told andy earlier today i feel like every 15 or 20 puffs it's making a transition and i love a cigar that's not gonna let me fall into kind of that rut as it were it's always bringing something new and man it blew me away and i wanted to make sure i've had a couple more since then and every time and, and I, I even had one the last time Andy and I smoked together. And I, I kept saying, man, I just love this cigar oh, yeah. so much. It's, I mean, you, it's a you smoked it till it almost burned your fingers. Right? Yeah. And, and, and that's rare for me. Now, can I say, uh, and Ben points out, but I'm just going to reiterate this. This is one where, if it were me, I'm going to my local shop. I'm asking them to see if they can get some LCAs in. If yeah. they're not already registered with it, I'm looking online because I, I genuinely think some people are going to sleep on this. Yes. There's been a ton of cigars that have been released here at the end of the year, mm -hmm. similar to movies when it comes to Oscar season, right? And so it, in the wash of, of releases, I think this Rose Gold in particular is going to get missed. Yeah. There's some other watch series that are getting released, but this Rose Gold I think people are going to sleep on, and, and that means that you get to jump in and potentially get it at a much lower price than what it's worth, and I would go for it if you can. Yeah, for me, this keeps the same company as 
$30 cigars, $25 cigars. And I, and I know that you might be listening to that thinking, boy, you're really hyping this up. I mean, if you look on Half Wheel or there other people that have viewed the cigar, I don't know someone that smoked the cigar that wasn't. Even if it's not, Andy, this is not necessarily in your flavor it's profile. Why it's why it's honorable mention for me. But but it's it's not in Andy's flavor profile, and he still stood up and recognized it. So for me, I mean, AJ, I, I stand up and salute you because holy crap. Yep. Uh, so I'll say one more. I just realized an honorable mention that I want to shout out, and this is to you, Ben, because you made me sit down and smoke this again. Uh, it's the Midnight Express by oh, Caldwell. Dang. So technically it's the Eastern Standard. Yep. Right, but it's what makes it the Midnight Express again? That's uh, in Maduro, I think. I think right? so. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is one Ben and I had. <laughs> I'm remembering the night we had this. So we had the Little Napoleon, uh, the 20th anniversary Rocky, and the Midnight Express. And all I kept describing the Midnight Express is that it just bee slapped me across the face because it just came in white pepper with the first third. <laughs> yeah, and just kept ramping up with the nicotine. Uh, ben is the one that told me, he said, I think your flavor profile and your preferences have changed. You need to re-smoke this. And I kept telling him, I don't want to spend the money on it because I'm telling you, it's just going to smack me around. I don't think I'm going to like it. I tried it again. And boy, if you weren't right. Yeah. I mean, it was a different cigar. It's a banger. It really was. And I think it's a testament to I've changed in my preferences. But also, I think now I knew what to expect from yeah. it. And it didn't surprise me. And so when that when I wasn't shocked by that white pepper, I started picking up on on some of the leather notes yeah. and some of the warmth that's in there. It's not chocolatey, but I'll tell you that with like a good espresso. Yeah. Oh, oh man! Boy. So honorable mention to the Midnight Express by Caldwell. Uh, I I not poo pooed on it, but I kind of like got wimpy on it before. Went back <laughs> to it this year. Honorable mention to that one. Okay. Uh, my number one. Overall, and I'm going to say, Ben, uh, I'm sorry that you didn't have the wherewithal to recognize the greatness of this cigar, the greatness of those who have smoked this cigar. This cigar is a banger. This, this cigar, cigar is, is this is a standalone. It's at the top. It's appropriately named. It's got to be the King's County, oh. uh, which also AJ had his hand in. And, Ben, what great news did we just learn about this? Uh, it's now in regular production. It was a one-off. Man. And I, I got to tell you, Andy, I'm, I'm going to let you take a the reins. AJ, I'd, I'd kiss you and throw tongue in. I just didn't <laughs> <you> know that. <laughs> uh, th this cigar is a banger. I, I don't know anyone that doesn't like it. No. So, uh, and, and Ben, you can speak more to this, the history of this one. So, who has smoked this cigar before? Not just in name, but in, like, vocation. The, uh, this cigar was made for Bad Boy Records, which Andy is far more of a hip-hop head than I am. Um, but, man, it, I got that. And that kind of candidly, when cigars are made for famous people, I, I tend to get turned off by it. Yeah. You, you're probably not going to buy the uh, um, David Ortiz cigar. What's it, the Big Poppy or whatever? No, I'm absolutely not going to buy it. Uh, but I, I got it and I smoked it. And I remember texting Andy, you're going you're gonna to freaking love this cigar. And I have. This is one where uh, I literally text you before I realized that it got put into regular production. Ben is more of a, he likes one-offs, exclusives. Yeah. I want something that I can get in a box. Um and I texted him, I said, screw you and your one-offs because now I'm never going to get to enjoy this again. And praise God above that he just spoke to AJ and said, no, you need to make this for the masses. Uh, this thing just has baker's spice, 
and cloves yeah. and just brings in a whole medley, especially around the holidays. Yeah. Like this is the kind of thing I, I smoked it before, but then I smoked it again here around Christmas time. And boy, if this just doesn't, uh, you do an old fashioned, I'll do an old fashioned with a little bit of old Dominic's, uh, toddy mix that they have in there to make it a spiced old fashioned. It's great with that. You do it with mulled wine. It's great with that. You do it with Hennessy. It's great with that. It's bringing everything to the table in terms of spice and flavor and savory. Uh, if you if you ever watch a great uh, British baking show, it's like it's got that savory bread week that you see on there mixed with cloves, mixed with allspice. It is just boom, boom, boom. I mean, look, I can't rap. But dear God, if I could, <laughs> that puts you in the spot. So that's got to be not just my number one. That is the number one overall. Boom, done, KO. I, I, I do I do want to point out, and again, I want to give a shout out to someone that made both of our lists more than once. And and again, we, we referenced this in the first episode, and I'm going to try to not bring him up in every episode. <laughs> but y'all... Check out what AJ Fernandez is doing. I mean, Man, he, he come is, on. He, he's 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 the goat right now, in my opinion. And Andy would disagree with me, but <laughs> dang, I mean, if, you know, after Rocky, if, if, <laughs> if he's not if he's not taking silver in most people's or gold, I mean, yeah. holy crap! But here here's why I think it's cool is here's a guy who knows his audience. Yeah, and so you know, if you're smoking something by AJ Fernandez, you know you're getting not just full bodied, but you're getting punched with flavors. Uh, he's not one that's just going to go soft or light with things. Uh, everything from his Ave Maria series to the Man of War series to his AJ Fernandez series to uh, he even did what's the uh, ice cream cone one that we mm. tried? The cream. cream. Yeah. So shout out to him. Uh, hey, y'all. Thank you for sitting through with us. These are kind of our top five for each of us for the year uh, 2021. I know it's coming a little late that we're in January, but well. Ah, Welcome to season two. We're doing things the way we want. <laughs> I, I also want to say, Andy, before we go, I am more optimistic about cigars than I've ever been while smoking. I yes. think that 2022 might be the best year for cigars that we've ever had in the history of cigars. Ooh. I think with the players, I think with the technology that's coming in, I think with the stuff that's coming out right now, I'm telling you guys, I think 2022 is going to be the year of the cigar. Yes. So here's what I'll say, man. We'll end with this. Uh, some shout-outs as we, as we end up here. And I'll Love start it. off. Uh, and this is actually where I was going to go with mine. My shout-out for this episode, shout-out to the cigar community. Because yeah. I think what gets me so excited for this year are the amount of guys that are teaming up together, yeah. which is insane. Espinoza doing a ton of team ups with people. Yep. H. Upman doing team ups with people. AJ doing team ups with people. Uh, Provada Cigar Club with Brian Desson doing team ups with people. I mean, just the sheer amount that not just individual brands are putting out, but that collaborations are putting out. Shout out to working together in the cigar community. And I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to a company that we've not spoken of on our podcast yet. Sinistro Cigars. Come on now. Y'all, I'm telling you, too many of you guys are sleeping on them. Go check them out. Oh my gosh, they're delicious. Yes, sir. Hey, we are Blue Collar Cigar Pod. Thank you guys for joining us. Y'all be giving each other. We out.